Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, and joining me today, we've got a very, very special guest. Uh, he is the NCAA U.S. Open American record holder in the 1650, going 14-12-08 at the 2020 SEC Championships. He's a member of the 2017 World Championships team. Please welcome Bobby Fink. Bobby, how's it going, man? Hey, Coleman. Uh, thank you for having me. with just today what what is florida swimming um looking like are you guys pretty much back to normal what, what's your training been like the last couple of weeks uh training's been pretty well uh we have like a full schedule going except like we're obviously spaced out in the pool and everything so we we have a, we're available to the weight room and stuff like that so it, it's been going pretty well for us um we're pretty grateful over here especially since a lot of programs you know, they don't get that kind of opportunity across the country right now. So we're just working with what we got and being pretty grateful about it. Yeah, definitely. I, I know when we talked to Nesty earlier, he he talked about, you know, in, instilling gratitude in you guys. And I feel like that really shows, um, you know, Nesty's such a calm and collected dude that yeah. um, sw- swimming for him, I, I imagine uh, <laughs> you... you you learn to appreciate things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so tell me about your, your training specifically. I mean, you know, you go 14, 12 in the mile, are you just, are you just racking out 10 K every day? Um, or, you know, do you ever get to go in the mid distance or a sprint lane or, you know, what, what is your week to week look like? Um, no, I, I do not rack out 10 K day. Uh, it's more like eight, to seven to eight between each practice. Brennan Gravely, lately he's been having open water Thursdays, which is a, <laughs> I feel pretty bad for him because he'll go up to like 12K and then like straight 5K swims, straight 10K swims. He's been doing that like every Saturday where I'm just like swimming in the lane next and watching it just swim straight in it. That sucks. But I don't know. For me, it's, it's just like seven to eight K. Um, this past year, I've been training with Kieran a lot more, so we've we've been racing in practice, which is really good, and we're we're set up to have a good season if the season continues, I guess, or if it happens, <laughs> you, you know, you don't know, but yeah, um, it, it's just been going pretty well uh, throughout the past couple of years. I've been here, training's just getting better for me, so I, I'm just excited to see where I can go. I mean, we've, you know, for outsider looking in, certainly seen your times improve as you've been at Florida. Um, the thought of, of, of seeing you and Kieran train together gets me a little too excited. Um, t- <laughs> tell me, tell me about what that's like. I mean, are you guys, are, are you two exceedingly competitive? You know, is it a situation where I know I've heard coaches, you know, having to separate swimmers at times <laughs> because they get too competitive, but um, what, what kind of sets do you guys do together? Um, well, we do IM sets together. We'll do the only sets we won't do together are like, um, stuff off the blocks. I'll, I'll normally do like a longer, like 200, 300, 400 off the block. He'll stick 
down to 100 or 200 but um every other set we we just we do it together we'll hop in uh like two lanes next to each other and then just kind of go at it and then it's just kind of fun but uh it's not it's not even like we're swimming we're competitive about it's like outside life um we play ping pong a lot and he's kind of destroying me in a score right now but yeah yeah we're pretty competitive about that too so yeah ping pong man that is one of my favorite leisurely competitive activities (laughs) that's a a great way to spend time and dude i kieran has just those long arms i don't know (laughs) how you could compete that seems you can't hit it off to the side he reaches it every time (laughs) it doesn't work yeah i bet that's that sounds challenging but uh I mean, it sounds like, has there been a set recently that stood out to you that, that you've done really well on in the last couple of weeks? Um, yeah, there was a set, it was meant for Brennan, but uh, a lot of us ended up joining him. It, it was an open water Thursday set. It was, uh, the warm up was 10 100s on 130, just like I am. And then we went right into nine 1000s, uh, three on 1030, three on 1015 and three on 10. And <laughs> Uh, I, I did pretty well in that set, and I was pretty happy about it. And so it was uh, Nessie. And then towards the end of practice, because we're obviously getting out last, um, our whole team was, like, off to the side on our last 1,000 cheering us on. So it, it, was a, it, it was a good set for everybody there, and it was, it was a lot of fun to do. Nice. Uh, what, what did you end up going on that last 1,000? Do you remember? Uh, I was 8.59 on the last one. <sighs> Was was that was that? I mean, obviously, that's a a big bench, benchmark racing in a suit shaved and tapered. But you know, <laughs> as as you moved through that set, were you like, I think I can break nine minutes on this last one? I did not think that at all. Um, <laughs> on the last one, because Kieran was also doing it, and he was in the lane next to me, as um, pointing out. But uh, on the last one, he asked me like, what I went like the one before, and I said. 916 and then he was like oh you have to go under nine now and I was like no there's no <laughs> way and then like throughout the first 500 I because we have like the pace clock on the side so I was able to see like what I was what I was like averaging and stuff and I was like oh my god I don't want to do this because like it, it was just getting really hard uh I mean do you know what you flipped out at, at the 500 I think 430 maybe 431 I might have negative okay. split it. I'm not completely sure. But yeah. That's, I mean, so, so that's, that's some, that, that's cool. And that sounds like that <laughs> set went really well for you. When you, when you yeah. get in a zone like that, I mean, you know, to, to negative split an 859,000, um, you, you must be feeling pretty good or you must be hurting like hell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're obviously in a place where you can push it. Um, mm-hmm. Does it, does it, does that happen for you in practice a lot? Does it take a while? You know, does it take those first eight 1000s for you to really feel like, you know, you're in that groove? Um, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it, it it's fun. Pra- practice just like, it just goes to like a whole new level just because it, it just becomes fun. You're like, I'm going best times and then I can go faster and it's, it's just, it starts to become like a really good practice. And that's kind of what makes swimming with all these guys fun. Cause they, they get, they get those feelings too. And then it just, everyone's going crazy times and it's just, 
it's just everywhere around the pool and it just gets really exciting. So, yeah. Is 859 a best time for you in a thousand? Uh, I think I was 57 in a dual meet last year. So, okay. but yeah. For right, practice, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that, yeah, that makes sense, but nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> tell me, let's back it up a little bit. Tell me about that quarantine period. You know, obviously uh, it started with in, in mid, mid to late March when NCAAs were canceled. Um, what, what did those next few months look like? And when did you finally get back to Florida's campus? Um, so we went, we got sent home, I think March 12th or March 15th or somewhere around there. And then we were told we were going to be back in a month, which obviously did not happen. But, but, uh, when I got home, I was planning on swimming with my club coach and I got two practices in there before they got shut down. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Uh, one of our freshmen this year actually trains down at my club team with me and he kind of lives off the bay a bit. So we were just jumping off his dock and swimming in a bay for a couple miles every day. Um, it, Caleb Kravitz. Uh, but yeah, this is a huge shout out to him. Honestly, that, that was really, that, that he kept us in shape and it was really nice of him and his family to let us do that. But yeah. We, we had a lot of good base swims during a couple months. And then coming back to Florida, that was early August, I think like August 3rd. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I, I was away from here for like five months or four and a half months like that. Yeah. Um, so, so you were able to get the base swims in, certainly, you know, kind of keep the feel of the water in some sense. Um, what yeah. else, you know, were you lifting, running, cycling, um, were you doing stuff outside of the pool as well? Yeah, um, I was trying to run. Uh, mm. I suck at running. Uh, <laughs> I think every swimmer hates running. But uh, I, I was doing that. And then our weight coach, uh, she sent us like things that we could do, like ideas that we could come up with. And then with like these kind of bands, uh, resistance bands. So I was doing that a lot. And then some dryland exercises um, all the way until basically I got here because there was, I wasn't willing to go to a weight room or anything like that. So it was just like a bunch of dryland exercises, resistance bands, and then running outside of the bay and pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I've got, I've got two questions. The, so I'll, the first one for, for you, for, you know, a, a more distance oriented guy, someone who does 500 free 4am up to the mile. Um, what is your lifting? I mean, do you normally lift a lot? Uh, do you lift a couple times a week? What, what, what's lifting like for you? Um, it's kind of, it's three times a week. Uh, it's like everybody else on, um our team but i definitely don't do as much weight as the other guys um i'm a a scrawny person pretty much in in swimming but uh but yeah it's definitely not like the same amount of weight as them but it's just it's still the same reps and like sets and stuff like that but yeah well i mean do do your coaches kind of uh, communicate with you what they want you to get out of lifting again being kind of more on the distance oriented side yeah so my freshman year 
actually the goal was for me to gain 10 pounds um through like just lifting eating and stuff like that which i accomplished pretty quickly uh but um yeah (laughs) um yeah my freshman year the beginning of the schedule uh was pretty rough for me i i like i think that texas meat was like a pretty crappy meat for me it was a texas try me with indiana and i think i went like 917 and like 402 for the four i am in mile or not the mile a thousand but uh that was that was like a a sign like for me to be taken off weights for two weeks or two to three weeks so during that period i was taking off weights and just like stretching the weight room because before college i wasn't doing weights like that at all or anything i wasn't doing olympic lifting or anything like that it was just a bunch of dryland stuff um but yeah as the year like progressed my freshman year i got a lot better at it and now i i'm doing everything with everybody else so it's it's a it's a good time nice and so uh going back to kind of the quarantine period once once you did get back uh to florida Mm -hmm. in in early august um you know again as a more distance oriented person you know i talk to kind of everyone on the spectrum of sprint mid d distance um and and kind of everyone's journey has been different in terms of getting back into the you know Mm -hmm. the shape they were in before quarantine how long did do you feel like it took you to kind of get back to that you know to to go in 8.59 in the 1,000, to, to, to feeling good in practice again, um, especially considering you did have those base swims. Yeah. Um, so after, I think we only did the base swims for a month, month and a half to two months, somewhere in between. Okay. But our pool back at home did open up, so I was able to oh. <clears throat> in. I think it might have been the middle of May. I can't really pinpoint it. But um. The beginning of that was kind of rough, uh, uh, but you know it's kind of fun watching yourself swim that slowly and then progress throughout the next couple months, seeing how faster you can get each practice. So I kind of I kind of like that part, just seeing how slow I started out and then just you know uh, being back to normal. But um, it didn't take me too long, maybe like a month, two months or something, and then. I was having like pretty good practices again. And then we had a couple meets back at home. So that, that was pretty fun to do over the summer. Nice. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, kind of, kind of wiping the slate clean, starting low and, and working your way up can definitely be good. Do you, I mean, do you feel like you, that, that break for you, from the normal swimming for you ended up being a, more of a positive thing? Yeah. Um, I was pretty shocked by it. I wasn't too worried, but like, you know, everybody has like a little bit of worrisome in them. But um, it, I, I think it's a good thing. It, it kind of just gave everybody like a little mental check of where they are. And then, you know, you just, you always need to step away from the sport for some period of time. You can't just be swimming or whatever sport you're playing all day or all year and stuff. I think a break for everybody is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and so then you mentioned you had, you know, a couple of meets at home. How did those go for you? They went surprisingly well. Uh, the first meet, I think I did two back in a mile and the two back came first. We swam it at like 7am or 7.30 <laughs> it started. Nice. So it was 
yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a strange one, but um, my two back was pretty well. I dropped time actually in added race and then the mile, I think I went 15, 12 and I swam the race just like completely weird. I started out at like one ones and then dropped back down to like minute point fives and then shot back up to one twos. I kind of like died twice in the race. So <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was just a good time. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. 15, 12, the only man to swim that time and add a minute. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, long course, long course. Oh, okay. Then stretch <laughs> that. Whoa, okay. 15, 12 in the mile. That's that's really good. <laughs> uh, okay, nice. I was like, wow, 101s and 102s. That's like, that seems like not that great, but. Uh, the log course that's phenomenal uh <laughs> um so that so so uh let's let's take it back to your club team you know you're from spa you know a pretty storied distance oriented program i'd say i mean i know the margalises came out of spa yeah. <clears throat> um robert and melanie and um obviously you and your sister as well and so what what was what was um growing up on a team like that like for you it was great. Um, our club coach, uh, Fred Lewis, he's basically like a family friend, honestly. He's been around our family. I think I moved there when I was seven and a half. So I was there for 11 years. And then my sisters were there even longer. They moved to spa before I did. So we've known Fred for a long time. And then obviously Melanie and Robert, too. I looked up to those two when I was little, especially watching Robert in the pool and Melanie sometimes kicking his butt in like 50s kick. Melanie's an insane kicker. Oh my gosh. Every time we come home for the holidays, like Thanksgiving or Christmas, I, I don't want to swim next to her when we're kicking or anything because she'll just kick my butt the whole time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was really good swimming growing up on that team and then watching two of like my good friends uh ben cote and caleb kravitz also coming to florida as well so hopefully we can kind of carry a tradition of more spa kids coming to florida kind of like bulls does with florida so I, th I think that'd be pretty cool definitely i mean to to have to have role models like you know, like you said, like the Margalises who are just such storied swimmers and, you know, Olympians and American record holders. And um, it must be cool as a kid kind of just growing up to get to see that and, and to see, oh, like, you know, I can come out of this club and, and have a lot of success like they did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, so, uh, I mean, it's, it seems like that was a good place to train for you was were, were there any sets over the summer with, that you did with spa that stood out to you? I mean, did you have training partners there as well? Yeah. Ben Cote, he, uh, he, he's a small guy, but he goes fast in practice. Like <laughs> he'll, uh, he, he just surprises me so much. Like his times, um, like in, I guess like at meets, they, they don't speak to what he does in practice. He does some crazy things in practice. So, I'll actually be racing him a lot of the time in practice. And yeah, uh, we did some things. I mean, it wasn't off the block. We kind of like stood on the side of the pool and like dove in. So that, that was kind of fun. We did like 200s that way with uh, old suits on. I think I was 
153 for two free and then 54. And then I did one backstroke where I was 202 or 201 maybe. So that, that was pretty good for me, especially since it was so early uh, within the quarantine, like after we got back from the basins, I think like three weeks maybe. So yeah, we just had a great time racing uh, old club mates and then just seeing my old club coach again. So yeah. Definitely. Uh, so let, let's pivot to your time at Florida, you know, like we already discussed, you, you got there and you had started weights and then you had to come back off weights right when you got there, put back yeah. on weights. And then, um, you know, by SECs, you, you were 410 in the 500 free. I think you got second, uh, you mm. won the four I am in, in three forty. And then you just explode in the mile. You go a huge personal best. I think it was 1423. Um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, uh, 414 in the 500. Four, excuse yeah. me, 414 in the 500. <laughs> you won the B heat. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. that okay? So, you know, you had a great um, first big SEC championships. Um, you know, what, what do you think went well for you from the time? from that first dual meet or try meet with Indiana and Texas until the SECs in February? Um, just trusting uh, Coach Nessie and Coach Youngbluth. Um, like, honestly, it was, it was just trusting the coaches and what they're doing. You know, they're working just as hard as the swimmers in the pool, maybe even more, honestly, because they have to come up with new ways to get us to improve in the sport and not even just the sport itself, but, like, outside – you know, our own personal growth. But, uh, yeah, it was just trusting them and what they're giving us. Um, and then that kind of just all came together and allowed me to do some best times. So uh, I'm pretty grateful for them, yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, t- take me through the the transition from from SECs to, to your first NCAAs. You know, I'm um, at, at that meet, I'm guessing it wasn't the meet you wanted, but, you know, mm-hmm. your first NCAAs uh, – your first double taper as a college swimmer. Um, take me through that experience and just kind of what that was like and what you learned from that back-to-back uh, championship season. Mm-hmm. So the time between SECs and NCs, I think, is like a month maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two weeks in, I got sick, which kind of <laughs> threw off my mental mental game a bit. So. <laughs> But um, yeah, it, it was it was not the meet I wanted. Um, I obviously wanted to get up there and race Felix and Brenniger in the in the mile and see what we could go. And then, yeah, it <laughs> the meet it, it was a good experience. Um, just like going there for the first time. Obviously, it didn't swim the way you wanted to, but like you have to take something from it. So I, I gained a lot of learning experience from there, being with the team and everything our old team wasn't doing too well. So we were all kind of in it together, I guess. But um, a couple of swimmers did very well. Kieran Clark, uh, Maxime had a really good hunter fly. Um, but yeah, you know, we were all just kind of in it together and we all learned from it. And sadly this past NC's got canceled. We were all really excited to go to it and then see what we can do. Cause we were having a really great season and we were really strong mentally and everything. So but yeah, we we just learned that we needed to just trust more and then just be 
more positive, I guess, because we, we got pretty like beat down a bit, I would say, just because we expected a lot more from ourselves. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, coming into your sophomore season, um, obviously you were still, you know, at the end of the season, you still went best times, made gains. Um, what, how, how did you move through that, that sophomore season differently than, than your freshman season? Our team. Yeah. So our team got like a lot closer throughout the sophomore year. We like learned that we need to just, just become closer, you know? So we did a lot of team bonding experiences at the beginning of our sophomore year. And we just all became like one kind of big unit through moving throughout the whole season. And then we just started cheering more. We all became like even closer friends than what we were before. So the my freshman year NCs, um, we we definitely just learned a lot from that. And then we try to keep that momentum moving forward throughout the season and just try to use everything we learned at SECs and then potentially NCs, but yeah. Right. Um, so so t- take me through SECs a little bit. Uh, you did go 410 in the 500 yeah. at that meet, can confirm. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously you have that huge 14, 12 heading in. Um, I mean, how do you set goals? Do you have time goals? Do you have place goals? What, what do you, what were you thinking? heading heading into that meet? Um, I actually do not set any goals for myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're just out of the books. Um, I don't write down any goals or anything like that. I kind of just, go out and swim and see what I can do and then just have fun. Make sure I'm having fun. Cause that's obviously the most important thing. Um, but yeah, our whole team was, we were just very happy and excited going into the meet. Cause we weren't seen as going to be one. There was a lot of um, hype uh, behind like Texas A&M and we kind of wanted to just like prove everybody wrong and say that we're still here. So that we were we were really excited to do that, and then obviously we won the title, which was really huge for us. Uh, we had a couple of guys cry, um, so that was that's always funny and exciting to see because you know it was it means a lot to them. So I'm happy we were able to do that. Definitely. Uh, okay, sorry, I have to I have to go back to the no goals thing. Uh, does <laughs> do does does that bother your coaches at all? Are they cool with that? <laughs> Um, so my freshman year goal meeting, uh, I think I <laughs> you just didn't talk. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, so, yeah, it was just like, so what goals do you have? And I'm like, I don't set goals. And <laughs> it's just kind of awkward, but yeah. Um, I just, I just don't set them. Um, to me, it's kind of like you're, you might be setting your bar at that limit or something. You're just not allowing yourself to go past that goal, um, if that makes any sense. But, um, yeah, so that's just one of the reasons I don't, but I, I just don't set them. I, I don't know. So, I mean, we don't have to get into specifics, but, you know, do, do, um, do Steve and Anthony, I mean, do they kind of work around that and say, well, like, maybe here's what you should shoot for in practice, or are they just like, all right, cool, just go, go have fun and go fast? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically, uh, it's just have fun, go fast, 
do something special. That's that's all. Yeah. And cool. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. I'm not, you know, it sounds yeah. great to me. Um, so then, so then take me through that, that 14, 12, 08, uh, 1650 at the SEC championships, you know, going in, did, did you think, did you think I'm going to have fun? I'm, I'm ready to do something special. Um, no, um, <laughs> The that was probably one of the hardest miles I've ever done, uh, especially since I could see my pace on the scoreboard. I was kind of peeking at it every turn. So, yeah, just kind of seeing the pace and seeing that I was on a record pace did not help at all. I kind of just wanted it to go away. I didn't want to see what I was going or anything. But, um, yeah, it hurt a lot, especially toward the end. I did probably one of the worst things you could do in swimming, and that is breathe on your final stroke into the wall on the finish. <laughs> so I haven't gotten crap by that by Coach uh, Nessier, um, Steve yet. So, but they they know I did it, and I know I did it. <laughs> but <laughs> they just have it in their back pocket, like yeah, <laughs> just waiting to pull it out. <laughs> but uh, that's something I've been working on. Uh, a lot lately, just making sure I'm not taking that breath into the finish because I, I probably would have been like 14, 11, 9 or something, which, I mean, it's not that much faster, but it sounds faster. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll take it. But, yeah, it's something I definitely need to clean up. But, um, yeah, I was kind of just going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 14.11.9 when 14.12 just doesn't sound fast enough. <laughs> um, so so to, to wrap things up in our conversation here, I'm not usually I ask people like, hey, what are your goals moving forward? But I'm not going to ask you that because it'd be a dumb question at this point. Uh, so so in these next couple months, you know, obviously, as we mentioned before, there's a lot of uncertainty with this season. Um two-part question do you guys have any meets or racing planned and what are you looking forward to just heading into these next couple months yeah so we have a couple dual meets planned um mm -hmm. i think we have one with georgia coming up uh some of us are going to the u.s open i believe okay. i might be one of them um but we're kind of just seeing like what happens throughout the season uh planning our meets that way and just right now in training, we're all just kind of kicking butt and just doing the best we can. Yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, well, Bobby, thank you so much for taking the time today to sit down and talk with me. I really appreciate uh, catching up with you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.